0: welcome to the ops we telling it all it's your girl spicy k
1: and it's your girl tk how y'all doing
0: yes we have episode 10 for you all tonight and i know that we normally do um the intro segment first about the first 48 hours but today we're gonna still do that where we're gonna do something a little bit different since we now know that Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets are the two that are going to be playing for the NBA championship. So we're going to tell you who we believe will be the winner. Um, TK, would you like to go first?
1: Nah, I'm going to let you go first on this one.
0: Okay. So I believe that the West Coast is going to have it so therefore it's going to be denver um i feel like miami heat got beat up too bad um they had to play the seven games you know the denver nuggets pulled it off with a sweep they royal rested um they ready to go out there and they ready to win because also denver nuggets has never won the championship from my understanding so they are hungry mm. um so they they're ready and i just <laughs> think that uh, with the uh, Miami Heat having to have played, you know, seven games this series in order to be able to win, well, the last series in order to be able to win, that they're just going to be too tired. They're not going to be able to to keep up with them. And plus, I, I like a good underdog. So, what do you have to say, TK?
1: Well, I believe that the Denver Nuggets are the favorite. At this point, but I will have to just for the sake of i believe they are the better team, but for the sake of hunger, do you have to re- you have to realize that the Miami Heat is also trying to fit uh you know fight off the stigma that you know the championship that they played for back in twenty twenty was a fluke, you know what I mean they didn't deserve to be there same pretty much the same team there's a few additions on it, and they got a kid on there. Um, that I like, uh, Martin. I can't think of the first name. But um, he's, a, he's a twin. He's a cool kid. You know, he, his brother actually plays for the Hornets, which is cool. I think that's pretty damn cool. What you think? And both of them stayed. they're raised by a single parent, and it's a mother. I didn't check. They look to be biracial. I didn't check to see which parent was what.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I felt like that would just be okay. So I didn't but he played very well. He's played well alongside Butler. We all know that Jimmy Buckets does deserve a ring. And you know they, they you know they hopefully that Struz kid can come back and play. So I'm gonna, I'm going to take the opposite. I think that Denver is the better team. But as far as hunger and heart, I think Jimmy Buckets going to pull it through. I don't know who they got, you know, really for Jokic. <laughs> Harry said his name. The hey said, "Yo, chick." I don't
0: know.
1: Um no yeah, yo chick, the Joker, the guy they wanted to win the MVP for a third season in a row, and they just like, oh, we just can't give it to him three seasons in a row. We'll give it to Embiid, which is such bullshit. But anyway, um, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the uh, underdogs. My underdog understanding of the actual. Point spread and things. <laughs> Underdog is definitely the Miami Heat, and you're right. Having gone seven games just recently may be a factor, but again, it could actually be just a continued fire. Because I mean, it seemed like they fizzled out toward the end. They started out strong, won three straight, and lost three goddamn straight. What you gonna say? What do you say?
0: Yeah.
1: Because that is a that is a feat.
0: And what? Now when I say underdog I mean because of the simple fact That they have not won a championship We all know that Miami has won several championships So
1: that's what I was saying by underdog Just wanted to clarify that for the people They ain't as mean as you think But yeah uh, Ron Cycli I couldn't think of that dude that I used to like back in the day That played for the Heat Ron Cycli That's back in the I think that might have been late 80s But anyway It's all good Whenever they started they They were an expansion team so, it might have been 90s. So I can't remember exactly when they started. But, um, yeah. They've been underdogs several times. So, yeah. Everybody may be pulling for Denver because they haven't won. But I go by who's on the team. So, that's why I you believe that it's going to be Miami and Heat I that, Jimmy that wins this round. And I think Jimmy deserves one.
0: Okay.
1: And that's it on that.
0: Well... We're going to go into our normal segment, First 48, Who You're Telling On This Week. Um, For me, I am going to be telling on a restaurant, and I won't say the name of the restaurant, but I was in um, Huntsville, Madison area um, this weekend, and I went to this um, Black-owned establishment, and at this particular um, place, um, while the drinks were definitely great, um, the food was left a lot to be desired. Um, also, the way that they presented the food left a lot to be desired as well. Again, I'm not going to say the name or anything like that, but they really only had two items that tasted like it at least um we're not out of a can let me just put it that way um so yeah so that is who I'm telling on this week like I said I'm not gonna say the name because I'm not you know we're all about positivity uplifting people so we're not gonna say anything um So, what do you have to say, TK? Who are you telling on this week? Well, I'm telling on, I don't
1: know if I've told on this, this is somebody I frequent often, my local Dunkin' Donuts restaurant. I ordered donuts on Saturday. this This is what's really funny. I ordered donuts on Saturday. And I, I ordered the donuts for my co-workers, and I ordered myself a nice breakfast sandwich. And I'm really mostly interested in coffee, right? <clears throat> Don't you know these folks brought my snackable items and my coffee, and left out a whole box of donuts? It just didn't give them to me. And this is Dunkin' Donuts. You feel me? So, yeah. you know, I did it through DoorDash. So, of course, they gave me a credit. But how does a restaurant... Now, true enough, the restaurant has gone down and it's run by children. And they don't really care much whatsoever. Uh, but, you know, I thought they gave priority to DoorDash. And, you know, I most oftentimes don't get my right order. But, you know, I still frequent them because they're the only option that I have for my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. In the morning, which is required, otherwise, people <laughs> will be destroyed. Okay, do you hear me? Whoa. Don't mess with me without my coffee. But, um, so yeah, that's what I'm telling them. Like, I'm I really, if anyone of our many, many, many listeners, <laughs> if y'all wanna uh, call this particular Dunkin' Donuts and let somebody in higher up corporate know that they messing up because I don't do that um, because I once worked in fast food restaurants and it's not always okay. And it's not always their fault, but somebody need to know something. They need to do something, get they rich corporate tails down there and help them out. All right. Okay.
0: So we're going to introduce a new segment. This, this episode and that, ep- um, that new segment is going to be um, something that TK is going to tell us all about.
1: Is it? Yes. There's a new segment this week. And um, I am going to tell you all about it. Because I was under the impression that we were talking, if it, it's cool when we do it, when they do it, it's a problem when we do it. So
0: No, you said you like wanted that. to offer a drink, a episode. Nah, nah, nah.
1: That was not to start at this particular moment. I hate that this is awkward, very but I will give you a drink that um, uh, I'm not going to reveal the ingredients, but I do have a uh, birthday cake shot drink. Uh, you didn't get to try it when you came by the other day. I don't know what we were doing prior to that, but, yeah, it's really good. And I will let you know <laughs> when I have another one for the show. Okay? What the
0: in case you didn't hear what she said, she's talked about a birthday shot because she had her birthday on this past Friday. Yes, yeah. she's one of those, you know, Geminis. Mm. Interesting. Mm.
1: Very interesting. This is what most people talk about this. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I think everyone knows somebody that has something to say about a Gemini, but I guarantee you that that Gemini that they speak so. Um. Uh, so degrading of can still come back into their life and I have a feeling that's the problem because whatever you say about us you're saying it about
0: us thank you <laughs> sounds like someone wants to lie today too it's okay so we're gonna There's go into eyes. our um Sammy called, it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when we do it. So oh, we're going to talk doozy. about what happened. Um, <laughs> basically, um, a New York lawyer um, pulled a wig off of a black lady. And uh, looks like his friends were trying to tell him to apologize and things of that nature. And <laughs> uh, I guess he kind of just refused to do it. And later, um he was actually no longer working for um, the law firm anymore. Um, Interesting. So this brings up some a couple different things. Um, one is the audacity <laughs> of people these days. Um, I thought 2020 was bad, but apparently 2023 people have audacity out the wazoo. Um And it's also touches on another aspect of things of I don't know, I I really don't know, like don't get me wrong I completely understand because I I myself can wear my hair multiple different ways I'm natural, (laughs) I wear it in braids I can wear my regular hair, wear it in twists you know I can, it can be straight, like it can my hair can be, it's very versatile so I completely you know, get that and stuff like that and I do wear wigs Um, i like to call them accessories, but I do wear them as well. But, um, so I just don't understand, like, if you know or think that somebody is wearing a wig, why would you want to pull it off? And what is also the fascination with, like, especially black women hair? like, Like I said, I completely understand, you know, you can see me. Like, tomorrow, I got a hair appointment. So, I have a meeting. So, they're going to see me with, you know, an accessory on. And next week, <laughs> when I have a same meeting with these same people, they're going to see me with um, with braids or twists. I think I'm actually in twists. So, they're going to see me with twists. And they're probably going to be very fascinated, which is life. fine. What was that? I said, I love your hair. What was that? Way. I said, I love your hair, Kimberly. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, so, you know, want to just talk about, you know, like I said, touching on like, you know, why he even had the audacity to even do it. And then also like, what is people obsession with, you know, especially black women hair. So what are your thoughts on this a particular story or you know black hair in general tk well i'd like to dig
1: right in my man what is your problem he um if you watch the video like he was just like <laughs> she was like dude what's your problem why are you touching why did he even you know okay first off let me just start over Bad. Well, let me say something yeah, real quick. Up.
0: We're gonna say he allegedly pulled the wig mm-hmm. off just for, you know, yeah, those purposes. So go ahead. Allegedly,
1: I think I don't think this woman. If, did you saw the video, right? Did you see the diatribe that she gave him? Like she literally threw well, it I'm at just him. Like,
0: we're. I'm gonna say allegedly. You don't have to say, but I'm gonna say <laughs> allegedly. Okay.
1: Well what I allegedly saw was not the snatching of the wig. So I guess in this regard you can say that somebody got went off on for snatching off a wig. We can't say that we saw him snatch it off. No one can, I don't guess. Maybe a street camera can. Well, there was a black woman and we and, and some people say want to say that she's biracial. I didn't see her either, did you? No, I didn't. I
0: didn't make any distinction.
1: So, I don't know. So, she went off. She was like, why would you snatch that off her hair? I wanted to see what her hair looked like underneath there. Like, she didn't show that either. But I was just, you know, I was proud of her for standing up for herself in the street. I am glad that he got fired because again, whether she was black or not, he shouldn't have touched anyone in their personal space. Anyone. And take the like that's that's not funny. Like he really thought it was gonna be funny and everybody was just going That's what he thought. Yeah. But he got cussed out. He got fussed out. I don't really remember her cussing a whole lot. But she she let him have it. Like she really stood up for herself and i'm proud of her in that moment because a lot of us would have just been like oh my god and just walked away and not gave that man the the cussing out he really needed you know what i'm saying so i'm proud of her in that moment she stood up for herself, and i'm glad he got fired like if they didn't want the law firm probably didn't want to deal with that he probably was like this black girl oh she's in my way I'm gonna stash her wig off because I'm a white man. I don't know what his thoughts were. Like I couldn't even imagine what somebody's thought process would be to do that to somebody that they don't know.
0: Exactly. You would be apprehensive to and like do I understand that you know, I understand that it was like a green wig and everything like that. But who cares? That's not that's not giving you permission to, you know, take it. You know. Well, she thought he. Well, he thought she was a leprechaun or something. I I could not know. With. Like he just like was he tripping
1: on acid or like what what was he like what possessed him to touch anybody else in any shape form? That's assault, in my opinion. I'd file charges just because I would I would I would do that because now you pissed me off and now we're viral for some bullshit. But um, I would file charges on it. You assaulted me. You pulled my wig off. Like they could have cut my eye. Could have. You know, you could have broke my neck. You don't know how good that was stuck to my head. You don't even know if that was, you know, of course it wasn't her real hair. He knew that. But you don't know what's going on with this, and you're going to snatch it off my head like you just Billy Badass. What the hell?
0: No, like, I... I ain't handing it. You're not what? I ain't
1: handing it. Oh, my. Oh, my. You hear it when I can't. Oh You know, I
0: don't... I. This is my thing. You can, if you really just want to go touch wigs, you can go to the (laughs) hair store and touch all kind of wigs. Like, Mm -hmm. again, that's why I don't understand why someone would even you know, remotely want to do this. And then like, I don't know, like maybe and I don't know him, so like maybe it's person that's like a prankster or whatever, or they, you know, maybe he was thinking that like, oh, this is a prank and this is going to be funny and you know, and didn't realize like, you, you, you don't do that. You don't, what you, what everybody should know and understand is that do not touch black people hair. Especially black he didn't women think here. She
1: should have acted like that. Over she he thought she overreacted and he was embarrassed, you know, because he didn't think she should have acted like that. But you don't know how. Nobody about to act. Don't touch them. Hmm. How about that? Like
0: I just like it's a you know, I've had my own experiences where, you know, like I said, I, I wear I wear some accessories myself and um I remember In particular, I was at a um, work event and I had a curly, um, a curly accessory on and one of the people, um, clients or whatever you have it, um, was like, I like your hair and proceeded to touch my hair. Now I'm at work in a work event. So, what I wanted to say to her is not what I said to her because, again, I'm in I'm not in an environment that I felt like I could say what I I needed to say. Um, but I did politely, you know, I was like, "Oh, well, thank you," and then just kind of. I think I kind of like because this happened many years, many, many years ago. I think I kind of like tilted my head away or whatever because I really don't like people in their germs. So please don't touch (laughs) my hair. Um, I would have been even more pissed off if it was like my actual hair that grows out of my head because I can go get that, you know, twisted and curled and everything. Um, And I sometimes wear it like that. Um, so if they touched my actual real hair, I probably would have reacted differently. Um, luckily it was just a wig, um, which caused me to, you know, be able to be a little bit more politer, um, about the, and cordial about the situation, but I really don't like people in their germs. So touching my hair is completely a big no-no, um, but like I said, I, I don't get the fascination. I do also remember, this is kind of like a weird, funny story in a sense. Um, I went to um, this is when I lived in Chattanooga. So went to a bar ish place and I did not tie my wig down um, as good as I should have. And my wig came off my head onto the floor um it was a white guy in front of me and he was like and he was attempting to like put my wig on and I was like give me back my hair and he was like I can't try it on and I'm like no you cannot try my hair on (laughs) like you cannot do this so yes so um So, let me okay so it looks like we having some technical technical difficulties but it looks like we're now good again so um what depth did you say impacted your um, impacted your life we gonna say Michael Jackson okay
1: Michael Jackson was the biggest thing I I cried uncontrollably and I found out that he had passed away. I was getting my hair cut. My cousin was cutting my hair and he looked it up on something called Twitter and Twitter was not something that I used at the time so I made him go to a real website. <laughs> I made him go to CNN and confirm and you yeah. know I had to sit still, get my fade, you know. But I was kind of hurt and upset because he impacted my life, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I was. A, he was a big part of my life in my childhood. Mm. Okay. I
0: Definitely still understand is. that. Still um, is for me. I believe the death that it impacted the celebrity death that impacted me the most. It probably had to be Aaliyah. Um, for whatever reason, I just knew that I was going to be in her videos and and we were going to be friends or whatever. Like, I remember the first um, day of school when I was in college, because, you know, I was in college at that time. Um, And, you know, I think it was the I think it was the Rock the Boat video. It was one of those videos that she had like a um, white shirt and like pants and stuff like that. Maybe jeans or either khakis or something like that. And like that's literally how I sh- uh, showed up the first day. Um, cause I was like, I'm channeling Aaliyah. So I think that one was also probably because mm. she's she was closer to my age. Um, so I think that also had to do with. She is close to my age. She's older than me, but she's close to my age. Mm. Like, I don't know any other person that was around my age that, you know, at the time, that, you know,
1: She would have been older than me now.
0: So. But I'm saying, like, how, let's see. You how ain't that far. That mm-hmm. She
1: was... She would have turned 46 this year.
0: Well, I'm not turning 46 this year, but she still was around my age. Uh, Of course, she's older than me, but no, she was only, no, wait. No, it says that she was born in 1979.
1: Oh, she was a year behind me now.
0: Yeah, because I was like, no, she was close to my age. Yeah, she was born in 1979. So, yes. So, that is definitely one of the deaths that um, truly um, impacted me. So, um, next topic is, what is something that you love about yourself? You can go, TK.
1: Me? What yes. is something that I love about me? hmm I'm going to tell you that. It's my ability to not hold grudges. I have to literally make myself... Wait, wait,
0: wait. Wait, did you say your ability to not hold grudges? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I hold them with who I want to hold them with, but as far as... If I had... If everybody that upset me, I can't... I let them... Get to me in a way where I can. Hmm, hmm. I still saw that. But anyway, if I had the ability to, if I didn't have that ability, everybody that upsets me, I get upset fast, and I stay upset. But if I talk it out, now this is something I may have graduated to here recently, but I'm able to talk it out, talk the situation out. Okay. And that is something that I now love about myself because I used to stay so angry all the time at other, and it's not at me because I'm great. <laughs> yeah, let's just know, just know that I'm awesome. But it's other people in the world, and as I get older, my tolerance for they they BS has gotten lighter. And that's not by it's not my fault. I didn't do it. I just got older, and as I've gotten older, like when people upset me, they really upset me. And when things happen that are outside of what I plan, yes, I get upset. And I'm working on that because I cannot control a damn thing. What happens in my life is not in my control. And I learned that about a month ago. A month ago Friday, I learned that as great as I think I am, if someone else's life was in my hands... What am i i mean what can, what can I do what what did I do? Nothing wow, so you know it's it's just something that I've just realized here recently that I have got to let the little shit go because most of the time little shit It's just somebody did something done they made a mistake. they didn't know they were ignorant of the factor they did something. They don't deserve my wrath because my wrath is ooh wee, and when i when I get the going up, I get so fire hot, but then I it should burn out like a firecracker, just fizzle out, but you got people that that get mad and stay mad all day long, but sometimes I just be like, i just now, now like I said now it's gonna be hot napalm hot even, but <laughs> what but whoa. I'm just saying it is it's it's I'm learning. I, and I like the fa I love the fact about myself that I am allowing myself to learn and learn from the lessons that uh, that life are throwing at me. Yeah. Because I used to fight against the fact that I know everything. And you know, that's not far <laughs> from the truth. <clears throat> but Woohoo yeah. It's not far from the truth, but I have realized that I do not know everything. Mm-hmm. Not far off. Well. Just know that.
0: Um, <laughs> for me, I think that what I love about myself is that I literally see... Um, I can see the positive in pretty much anything. Um, I have a motto that says that basically says that everything is either a lesson or a blessing. Um, Mm. And I truly believe that, and I hold that dear to my heart. Um, You know, I do believe, you know, things happen for a reason to shape us, you know, help us learn, grow, evolve to be, you know, the best people that we can be out here. Um, Mm. So I always try to see the positive of anything like even in a Dark situation or bad situation, I definitely can always, you know, um, you know, see the positive of everything. So I definitely love that about me because there are so many people that are very negative. There are so many people that like they're always like, "Whoa, it's me!" Like I always think about, like, okay, yeah, this may be happening. So what does like what what do I need to learn in this season? Like, what do right. I need to learn, you know, to be able to, like I said, learn, grow and evolve? So um, I definitely appreciate that about me, that I do see the positive. I always see everything as a, you know, like I said, lesson or blessing. So everything is a learning thing. And then also what I have noticed in the last couple of years and what I love about myself is that I also realized that, the world just doesn't consist of me. Um, and that sometimes the lessons or blessings are not even for you. They're, they can be for mm. someone else. Um, sometimes people are putting your life or in your path to, you know, to teach you something or, you know, for you to teach them something. And you're not going to get anything out of it. Um, I definitely learned that when I was in Chattanooga. I learned that that, was, that that mostly was not for me. That was for other people. And however rough it felt, um, you know, I'm thankful. I'm thankful and grateful for it. But yeah, that's definitely something that I love about myself, is that I can always see the positive in things and see everything as a learning moment. So definitely appreciate Good for
1: that. You. That's what's up. I know. I mean, I need to lean on that every now and then, cause baby,
0: <laughs> you definitely should. Yeah, like I like I said, it's you know, I had to, I had to pretty much learn like things ain't really for me. I may be here as a you know, in certain situations to be a vessel for somebody else or to be a lesson or a blessing to somebody else, and that is literally my purpose. And I think that was my only purpose in Chattanooga, um, and I'm okay with it. Not bitter. Okay. I'm okay with that. I I learned and made a lot of you know um, friends and a lot of connections and things of that nature. But I do really feel like um, I was put there in particular to be um, a shining light to a couple of people that were in dark places at different times. So, like I said, definitely happy. About that, and that's definitely something that I love about me. So mm-hmm. the last segment we have is what has a TV show or movie taught you, and I know I'm going to go back to the same show because I think this is very important, and we already discussed probably on a different episode, or probably will in the future. I don't do animals. Um <laughs> so on Martha's Vineyard, uh <laughs> the girl Bria um bought in a dog to the house. And she said that the dog was an emotional support animal. And I'm just assuming that the girl Jasmine Really just didn't want to um come off as insensitive or something however, because I know better and I' be reading things um emotional support animals are not the same as service animals they're not they're not considered a service animal by anyone's standards anyone. Mm. No matter the industry, they are not the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, it's it's the truth. Emotional support animals are not service animals. It is what it is. So um so when she said that, I was like, Why didn't she say anything? Like I said, I think she was just trying to, you know, be sensitive. Uh, which you can definitely be sensitive to it, but It's not a service animal. So, why do you, so PK, why do you think it's a service animal then? Uh, Because people are
1: not equating mental health with physical health if they're saying that it's not, because emotional support animals are there for that person's mental health, whereas a, a service animal is there to perform a function that the, uh, S- the you the you the owner or whatever you want to call them aren't able to perform for themselves. Cites, uh tell them when they sugar's low, stuff like that. So uh, I would I, I disagree with that simply because to say that you would have to you know unequate unequate unequ- I don't even know I'm tired have to make sure that physical and mental health weren't on the same plane and you cannot. You can't say one is more important than the other, can you? Because I want you to say it. Go ahead and say that one is more important than the other.
0: I'm just telling you based on the ADA, which is the mm-hmm. American Disability Act, which I am right. familiar with for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not considered a service animal, and the main reason being is that they don't perform like they don't perform a function for the person but um, they do
1: <laughs> and you're
0: sitting there saying that that
1: someone's emotional that's, that's exactly okay that's fine no 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 I'm no no. That's, that. that's
0: not what you're saying because you, have to, you have to understand there are uh, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. seizures are also considered to be part of a mental because it's like neurological and all this stuff so you can have a you can have a service animal that takes care of that so that's also that's why I'm like no it's not separating mental illness from from you know physical ailments or illnesses and things of that nature it's the amount breaking. it's the capacity of what it does so Method again I mean, it's supporting challenges and symptoms disability.
1: of a range of emotional and mental disabilities yes yeah, mhm. I'm listening. Go ahead.
0: But like I said, it's not they mm-hmm. they are typically trained individuals to what? do certain tasks and do certain things. Um what? and which is what a service a service animal is, but the emotional support Emotional support ones are not They just, they just lay, just lay there. People have ducks as emotional support animals. What? They That's have the a lot of animals here? like I'm
1: sorry. What was that? That's the, that's the animal that makes them feel comfortable. You can't say that a ment- and that's definitely a mental disability. Someone that would have a duck as an emotional support animal. So you can't dispute the fact that you because you're like you're saying that physical disabilities aren't on the same plane as mental disabilities, which is an argument. It's an argument quite a lot because you know. You're not, I mean, so to speak, limited in what you can and can't do as a blind person as opposed to someone who has schizophrenia. Your lives could be just as equally hard on you, but it's not going to be equated for that. Somebody's animal that can calm them down when they start going United States of Terror in their head. You know, an animal can do that. That's that's not a service.
0: No, this is this is my thing. I'm I'm literally on the ada.gov website right now, and someone asked a question: If someone' dogs calms uh, them when having an anxiety attack, does this qualify qualify as a service animal? And it says it depends. The ADA makes the distinctions between psychiatric service animals. So again, you can have psychiatric you can have mental health issues and still have a service animal but you can't just have an animal just for comfort it needs to serve a purpose so let me finish reading what it says um if the dog has been trained to sense that an anxiety attack is about to happen and take a specific action to help avoid the attack or lessen its impact that would qualify as a service animal However, mm-hmm. if the dog' mere presence provides comfort, that would not be considered a service animal under the ADA. That's why I said earlier they do have thing They do have service animals that does cover, um, you know, mental health issues, but they have to serve a purpose, like to be able to help and assist.
1: So just
0: because it. I wanna, just because I just wanna. And and listen, we are in the last couple days of mental health month. So I take mental health very serious. So I am just saying, based on what the ADA says, that your emotional support animal is not the same thing. And it's not because people don't care about your emotional support or anything like that. Is just that it only provides comfort and things of that nature, and it doesn't actually perform a task. And right. it needs so to- it doesn't
1: so it doesn't re- it isn't required for someone that hates animals such as you to allow them in the space that you are, if they are simply an emotional support animal. They must provide some purpose, as you call it, because people with mental illnesses, y'all. She's saying, "What you saying? What you saying?"
0: No, I. I just read you what the ADA says. Right. You can right. have a right. so I'm telling you, a so, ser-
1: you can have so a I believe- and have a service animal. Right. But, but I emotional
0: support you- the animal is not you- the
1: same thing. Right. And I believe the reason why you brought this up is because if it came down to the fine line between an emotional support animal and or a service dog being in your presence, you would fight the good fight against that dog. Well,
0: this is this is also the distinction because I have been in several places where service animals are at and there's a couple in my personal opinion there are some distinct characteristics between a service animal and emotional support animal the emotional support animal is just like any other pet and is considered a pet Under the ADA. Um, The service animal, if you ever pay attention to someone that truly has a service animal, Mm -hmm. then you know that that service animal does not really bark. That service animal does not move. That service animal doesn't lollygag. The people that have the service animal doesn't allow that service animal to be in contact with anybody else. It doesn't allow people to pet it. It doesn't allow any of those things. Now, the people that I have seen that may have been characterized as emotional support animals, they will let everybody and their mama pet the animal. That is not anything that a person that you has... anybody ask you to
1: pet, the, to pet the dog?
0: I'm not petting, <laughs> but I'm just I saying. Here's I you. have seen this. Can. Like and most people that do well, have service animal do not want people to touch their animal. Because their animal right. is trained for them. To well, in order to have
1: an a legal emotional support animal, you do have to be diagnosed. The only difference is that the dog that that treat that treats you is not certified. That's it. A certificate. That's it. So they have they have to know exactly what to do in order to support you as an emotional support animal in your condition, but they don't have a certificate. They don't get recognized for it. That's it. I'm I'm on the emotional support. Yeah, because they're not
0: performing a task. That was, I just read you what the ADA said, Right. And I just read you what
1: they said about emotional support animals. And the only people that would make the difference is someone like you that doesn't like animals. I get what they're saying, and it can be, and, and there's a very fine line between that. But only, and strictly only, someone like you that is a hater of animals would would. I'm would not a hater of animals.
0: How. Yes, you are. I don't hate animals. I yes, choose not do. to interact with animals. There is no. a difference. No, no, no. You, you can them. choose not to interact
1: and go the other way. You make a. And I will scene. go the other way. No, you, you. I've seen you in action. You calling the law. You calling the doggy law. You calling a lot on these people. You, that's what you do. You twelve. You you animal twelve. <laughs> you call the law. yes,
0: I will. Yes, I will call animal control. You hate you them. You better control your animal, or I will call animal. You control. Hate them because if your dog is not on a leash, and your dog you should be on a leash, them. I'm calling that the people because I don't them. know who your animal belongs to. I don't know if I don't know your pet anyway. So I don't know what you're going to do. But why
1: should I? If you're
0: not going to be a responsible... First of all, I don't like irresponsible pet owners. Let's just keep it a book. Them, the people that I don't really care for. Because they will let their dog... Go poop animals. in people yards. They will <laughs> let their dog go down the road without a leash. They will let them out the yard. They will let them do anything because that was that's what happens in my neighborhood. Uh, some they didn't
1: ask to be domesticated. They would be in the wild if it weren't for right. like
0: every just about every day, um, or at least a couple times a week. Someone is always on the neighborhood page saying, "Who pet does this belong to? Who pet does this belong to?" And some of these people are repeat offenders. Let me see your pet not walking with a not having a leash on, and animal control is getting called. And I don't care. Yeah, I will buddy. also take you, a picture. You better believe it, buddy. I don't care, and I have, she I have sent stuff to this, and I doll. have sent. It. And I have sent things to the HOA too because mm. you need to understand. See the, the police, yeah. I, the police may not know who belongs the to that police. dog, but the HOA, I guarantee you, they know who where do that dog
1: owner is. Any you. of these messages. So,
0: so like I said, I'm not offended. Yes, I, we already established a long time ago. I call the police. Police. I will call Animal junk Control. Police. I'm just saying there is a I I do not if I go somewhere where there is a service animal, I do not at all feel even remotely unsafe or unsecure or anything other than like I don't want it to touch me. Like but I have literally sit close enough to people in like waiting rooms that have service animals and that service animal typically goes up on the chair. And doesn't move. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Your dog is not going in and everywhere, so I'm okay with that. It. It's it's the people that let their dog the
1: wander, let their dog she hate bark, she hates the dog, hate the dog let their dog Watch talk herself. to me and
0: everybody. Those are the people that I have a problem with. Also, the people that do not clean up their poop. Um. Because I had a real, you know, I'm just saying, that's what, you know, that's some of the things that I learned because I like to research things when people pull, you know, say things on the show. And so that's definitely something that I learned. Anyway, episode 10, technical issues and all, is it's,
1: it's done so. It's made it.
0: And this is your girl, Spicy K.
1: And this is your girl, TK. Y'all be easy.
0: And we are the ops and we telling it all.